Hola, hola. Welcome to the Bruja Broadcast. This is Dion. And Sasha. Join us today as we serve up some Brujeria Latina with a side of astrology and herbology bundled with some stories and sass. Hola, this is Sasha. Hola, this is Dion. And today we're here to talk to you about love. Yes, the month of February. It is a hot topic right now. Yes, and love spells and everything like that. As always, we'll start off with our disclaimer that we can't talk about love spells comprehensively in <laughs> one episode. Um, so we kind of agreed that we were just going to talk a little bit about the basics yeah. of love spells. And what we do. And what we do. Yeah. So we're not going to get into deep and we're not going to go into like reunions or, you know, bringing back somebody or anything like that. We're just going to do like pure... Or breakups even. Let's just stay in the positive love yeah, light. Yeah. We'll stay in the nice... And we're not also going to go deep into sex with tree either. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So because... But I'm, we can't. We can't. I mean, I have three books on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and a lot of experience in <laughs> But yeah, so we'll just keep it light. Yeah. Okay. So just to start with some correspondences, looking for love, you're going to use red and pink candles, generally speaking. I've also been recommended to use orange just to inspire creativity to like keep, get that love going. For scents, it's going to be very floral, jasmine, violet, lavender. Gardenias. Oh, gardenias. I think it's really cool that when you look at what mass marketing is doing, they know oh yeah and it all comes it from all comes, something it comes from somewhere and it comes from all comes back to you know folklore and and witchery they just did they just don't know it the marketing guys just go oh it's it's valentine's it's pink and red and white exactly and speaking they have of which, no idea why yeah and candy sweet stuff is gonna be work uh sweet stuff works for love spells amazingly using sugar using honey that's really you're sweetening the deal for your loved one like that's the purpose of it so those correspondences like the valentine's day candy it's hilarious yeah i love it um yeah so one big thing is i always do love spells on a friday okay okay big thing about correspondences you can do a love spell whenever you want whichever time of the moon phase or any astrological sign that you want any day of the week you want you can use any color candle you like whatever um however what correspondences does and we haven't really got into it because i think we figure it's a little bit more basic right and we wanted to specialize but what correspondences do is they just strengthen your magic. Right. Doesn't mean that if you don't do it on a Friday, if you don't do it on a new to full moon, that it's not going to happen. It just, these elements just come in and they help give it more oomph. Yes, definitely. And, and it is, it's about intention. So if you only have a black candle, you can turn that into a love candle. I mean, and you just put that love intention to it. You might be a writing a love sigil or you know anointing it with a little bit of rose oil or something like that but there's there's always a way to make it happen yeah so yeah so like i was saying i normally do love spells i do them i usually use candle magic for love spells i do sometimes do a little like the one that i have on the seasonal table it's a little mix of herbs oh yeah um but usually i do candle magic for love i just it's so easy <laughs> and um i feel like i'm putting it out there because you gotta it's not just for you it's you know it's more than one person so and i usually i try to do it on a friday because friday is ruled by venus and venus rules relationships and it rules love and then the correspondence is like you said the pink and the red and white obviously which works for any of them mm -hmm. e, and then i like to i like to really when i do candle magic i really like to play with the candle mm -hmm. in the sense that I like to do dressing it and um, dressing a candle is basically that you're using oils and you're using herbs and you're putting them 
on the candle and you can either um, you can dress the candle towards you to bring things to you or outwards towards the wick when you want things to go away so this would be dressing it towards you and um, and then the everything that I put around the candle would be like the sweet stuff that Dion just mentioned mm -hmm. like I will put a circle of sugar I'll put some cinnamon in there maybe some nutmeg because it's warm you know you want yes. a little bit of spice in there but not chili because you don't want it to be a fight <laughs> right <laughs> and um and honey i like to put honey on yeah, honey honey's a big one honey's a big one so yeah that's kind of what i do do you work with love spells a lot i do um i I do work with love spells. I my intention when people seek me out is to get them more about more towards loving themselves and less towards finding someone else. I am a full believer in as soon as you stop looking like that's when it finds mm -hmm. you. But for me, so I always try to do I recommend new moon pretty early on. I like to do like the first 3 days. Any new beginnings for me, I love that new moon energy like I'm all about it. So uh, for love, I work in usually the first 3 days of the new moon candle magic i like to do so i'll do a like a i do a tall vela for people mm -hmm. and i run that down and then kind of watch how so i'll kind of read for love okay so i watch how the candle burns so you're doing you're, you're putting your energy that the candle is representing the subject and then you're reading what the situation is yes and then what do you do after that so that so that's kind of like where so for me, if I take on someone and it's a love spell, it takes a couple times. So mm -hmm. like, I want to see what's going on first. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the love. I'm going to try to convince you that you should just be loving yourself more. And then I'm going to go through that candle, see how that candle looks. And after that, then I do recommendations after that. So have you burning more candles? Have you taking a different herbal bath? That's kind of when I... Okay. Yeah. So I, um, I don't work for other people in the sense that, you know, when people come to me, I only get, they only get a consult. I don't do the work for them. So I don't work, you know, spells for people and put it on my altar. I just tell them everything they have to do. And so I'm just like, yeah, you, this is the recipe. Go cook it on yourself, you yeah. know, if they don't have a chef's kitchen well, you know, but that's what I do because it takes, you know, it takes a lot of energy to work for other people. And if I'm going to use energy, I'm going to use it for stuff for myself. Gotcha. So plus most of the times when a client comes and is looking for a love spell, it's usually a retorno. They want to get the lover back and that's a whole nother ballpark. Anyways, back to love candles. Oh yeah, back back to love spells. <laughs> sorry, um, I believe that one of the most. So I I am not a long process kind of person because I'm all fire. I'm like yeah, let's do it. Um, I think that one of the best things for love spells is actually sex. Um, <laughs> yes, because I mean, what better way to have that energy and that you know coming together and bringing in all the love elements that are necessary in good sex, such as lost desire communication synchronicity trust trust um your vibes matching yeah. you know so if you already have all that and then you can and you can actually you know can have sex with this person then it's all the much better and then you prepare yourself you prepare your you know with your with the lotions or the bath and you're like getting the whole mindset going and you put out your intentions at the moment of orgasm. And that for me is like super powerful and it always, you know, works or has always worked so far. My mouth is open. I love this so much. This is great. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, it's like raising energy. Yeah. So what are you doing? You're raising energy until you get to the point of the orgasm. And at the point of the orgasm, you release it into the universe. Excellent. And you have, but you have to be really conscious because you have to remember, oh, I'm about to come out. Oh, I got to get the yeah. intention. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that's the only bad part <laughs> all the rest is great 
Um, so yeah, so that for me is like one of the major things. And obviously, I think this is something that we can bring up now. Is if you notice I'm mentioning right being with a partner. Let's talk about consent in love spells. Yes. Okay. Do you want to hit go, that first? Go ahead. I'll okay. follow up. Okay. So, consent. Obviously, you know, there's there's very clear cut examples of consent and non consent. If it's this guy in your class that you've just barely talked to, and you guys don't have any sort of relationship going on, but you're like set on them, and you do a love spell, but all they've done is like you know polite interactions with you. Then you know that there's no consent and there's no, you know, that, that's pretty clear cut. It's like, eh, you know, that, right. that's probably something that you should maybe work on instead of a love spell. You should work on something like an attraction spell. A door opener. Or yeah. a door opener or something to bring the person closer to you so you guys can meet each other, know if your energies vibe, and then totally. see if they're, you're in the same place as to be able to have a love spell. Because, I mean, you don't want to do a love spell on anybody and then they turn out to be a psycho. Right. And you can't get rid of them. That's what I, I was like thinking in the beginning. I'm like, love is very much in the eye of the beholder. I can tell, make a man tell you he loves you every day, mm-hmm. but his actions might be completely sideways. Right. Got to be careful what you wish for. Yep. That would be something very clear. And then there's the ones that are like a little blurry. So like you have this. And like, again, I'm not going to go into love spells for retorno which are to bring back a lover we're not going to go into that today because and we already we already said that we know that we've been telling people we have a bunch but i mean we're gonna have years of episodes <laughs> it's gonna be so a long time guys we're gonna we're gonna come back and we're writing all down everything we've promised that we're gonna do an episode on our list of episodes to make and you can write us too yes to remind us and it'll be on that list <laughs> So the blurry ones would probably be where you have a relationship with somebody. You might feel that the thing, you know, the relationship is sort of getting stale or you might feel that there's been a little bit of contention in the relationship and you want to make things better. So there I would probably recommend a sweetener definitely more than a love spell. But I think that many people don't know the difference between them. And so if you were to come to me or to, I would say, hey, let's do a sweetening instead of a love spell. But I would probably do a sweetening um, jar probably in that case to just keep it going because you want to keep that energy going. Right. And we can do a sweetening jar episode. Yes. (laughs) Another one that could be a little, like, for example, with my husband, like I, I have full consent. I don't need to tell him every single time I'm going to do something because he knows he's married to a witch (laughs) to start off with. He knows that I do things on the daily that are for our harmony, our daily life, our continuous prosperity. So he knows that everything that I'm doing is for the benefit of our family life. And he's obviously, and you know, he already chose me and I chose him and we committed to each other. So like, I feel that I have blanket, you know, consent there. Yes. Although if I were going to do something big, like if I were going to do an orgasm one, I would tell him and I do tell him. I would, I would tell him and I'm like, you know what, you know, we're going to get it on and I have intentions for this, you know, because sometimes sex magic isn't just for the couple. Sometimes I'm just using the energy of the sex for other sort of spells. Holy shit. So then I just tell him like, I'm using you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> using it. you. I love it. I am using you. I have a spell and I'm using you. So you better do things right because I have to have the orgasm, right? Right. So I feel like I have blanket consent in that sense. Mm-hmm. And like if there was something bigger... I would ask for it even more explicitly. Right. 
And then there's the ones where you actually are with your partner and you guys are like, hey, let's do something for ourselves. Let's do something to make our bond stronger. Let's do something to celebrate our our, right. our relationship. Oh, it's been a year. It's our anniversary. Let's do something special to make sure that the next year is just as great as this one. And that's really powerful. So, yeah. And I think that there's like those three levels, basically, like, you know, explicit, <laughs> implied, and non I got yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's a solid layout. See, it works for me. <laughs> and then I and then I also think that you know, as far as far as I'm concerned when I am working with someone, or I mean when you're working with your partner, obviously the magic's going to be stronger the nearest you the closer you are to the subject. Mm -hmm. So working magic with someone, I mean not that long distance love magic isn't done it's definitely done but it's just going to be you're going to find strength when you have that person and your energy is like right there with theirs connecting for that love spell or sweetener spell or sweetener yeah do you want to tell like what is what are your go-to love herbs like if you had to throw something together today? i always use um like i mentioned i use honey i use sugar cinnamon nutmeg and i will use pheromones as my oil really yes I cool. use pheromones as my oil because it's an attractant. It's it's attractant. It's a sex attractant, really. And so I want to attract that person. So and it's already in the form of an oil. The synthetic ones have already come, you know, yeah, prepped. And so I just dress my candle in the pheromones. Interesting. I love that. Yeah. I see. I'm. Uh, I always usually stick with like vanilla. Vanilla. Know. Vanilla is lovely hey. for me. I don't. Vanilla's. Yeah, it's sweet. I might use vanilla like with with something a little more. I see it more platonic or more soft or, you know, like I had, a, like if, if I were doing, like I had a problem with my landlord and I made a sweetening candle for him that just to like smooth over oh, the communication. I, I would, you know, cause yeah, it's like, I want you to think of me like, you know, a vanilla wafer. <laughs> Non-problematic exactly. and sweet. It's very easy. <laughs> easy. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's why. I, but like with, um, with, with scents, I like gardenia a lot yeah. for love. I love gardenia for love. I know that roses are used often, and yeah, and I get it. And, and a pure, and I'll use rose petals mm -hmm. in like the herbs that I use around, or just like the circle around the candle, or in, if I'm making a bowl, or I'll put rose petals in it. But I don't really look for the rose extract or the royal rose yeah. essence. Yeah, I like the gardenia more. And um, ylang ylang. Ooh, I love ylang ylang. Cases. It's a flower. Um. You know Coco Chanel number five? Yeah. It's the base of that perfume. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And it grows in the rainforest in Puerto Rico. <laughs> of course it does. Uh, claro. No, I mean, it's not octoctonous to there, but they have trees there. And so when you go up, you can smell it. <laughs> nice. And I, so, and I know for me, so I always stick sh cinnamon, sugar, and honey are going to be my bases. I just like the scent of vanilla. That's why I always go to that. And mint. Those are like my two. I'll just be like, no, no, that's protection. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mint make it refreshing. <laughs> yes. Um, and then let's see. And then I'm just kind of starting to get into like the crystal thing. So I know, you know, the pink and the reds are going to be kind of the go-to stones for, um, for love magic. Yeah. I have pink quartz all over the house. Um, I use pink quartz because obviously I want my house as a center of love. Mm -hmm. So I have pink quartz throughout my house. Although I'm not very pinky myself, I have pink quartz all over the house, yeah. you know, and just in the areas where we commune and in the areas where there's more communication flowing, I'll have like big chunks of pink quartz and obviously in the bedroom, you know. So yeah, yeah. for sex, all the orange ones, the carnelian. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Carnelian, sea trains, all those, because they're like power, like passion. I love this. Yes. We're definitely going to have to talk more about <laughs> sex witchery. No, I love a sex witchery. That's I mean, awesome. Yeah. It goes with my fire. My, we were talking, I'm a triple fire, you know? <laughs> I got to burn something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so much fire. Yes. Um, so when would you do a love spell? So I was thinking time of day for me. I'm a dusk person, but I also like to do things at 10 p.m. I have no idea why. Were you born at 10? No. Hmm. Actually, I like to do things between 9 and midnight. That is like my go-to time. But if I am kind of depending on what the spell, I think I use more businessy stuff at like the break of day, which I probably should or could use love at the break of day. But I feel connected to nine, to between nine and midnight. Well, I mean, maybe you're relating it to like the time of like love making or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, I, I don't know the astronomical hours exactly. Mm -hmm. So, but it makes sense because Venus is going to, half the year she's like in the dawn and half the year she's like in the evening star so just i guess it might depend on that yeah so that could, that could be i don't do i i mean i only use the astronomical hours when it's like something really specific like a court case or something like that oh, okay but for love like in general i would just use like friday friday new moon no oh, we're good <laughs> very nice friday growing you know um what's it called Wax, waxing waxing moon creciente yep <laughs> waning throw that shit out waxing yeah. bring it in yep so, okay, so what I meant more with when would you do one is, like, when would you recommend a love spell? Oh, I guess it kind of depends on what the person's looking for. For a sweetener, I mean, and this, just to lay out again a really basic, if you're looking to invite love into your life, to invite sweet situations into your life, you're going to get a plate, um, sugar, cinnamon, honey. In the middle of that plate, you put, you can do as many candles as you want. I usually just do one red, one pink candle. Uh, you could take a photo of the person if you want to do one specific person. Again, putting yourself on there is a really big deal. Like light that candle. And then I usually try to, I like mantras. I like my words. I like spell words. Mm -hmm. So I usually come up with phrases to say over and over again while I'm kind of just doing in the process. Right. Okay. Since you brought up the picture, like I said, remember those three levels. Like, you know, so if it's a couple, I would recommend like a couple picture. If it's, you know, and that would apply for the first two. Yeah. And the third one, which is, you know, the non-consent, then really, you know, it's obvious like if you don't don't have permission and you have their picture, then <laughs> we're going into that it's getting definite, weird. <laughs> you know, blurry situation. Um, I like to put articles of clothes of the person. Oh, nice. I think that that works really well. I do recommend that when we're working on retornos, when you want to come have somebody come back. And um, so that's a different subject. But I do like the clothes. Um, in in my country, one of the things that you would do was just like to keep the love flowing. Mm -hmm. Like you'll take a picture. Like I would take a picture of my husband and I would put it inside one of my panties and fold oh, it yeah. and then keep it in the drawer. And yeah, that's yeah. there. He's kept in the drawer. He's stuck on my panties yeah he can't I, get away <laughs> and so <laughs> so that's a little love tip there um but another thing i think that okay so when when it's a person that doesn't have a partner and they want to attract a partner i think that you know something like what we spoke about last time la barridas, los abre caminos, those are different um, paths right if the person's blocked but if they want a relationship with somebody in specifically then a, like a sweetener first to attract the person. Make sure you guys are on the same page. Right. And get to know them so that you have the opportunity to get to know them before they fall for you, right? Yes. Um, if the person doesn't know who their partner or future partner is, but they feel that they are at the point of their life where they are ready to welcome a relationship and they want to, you know, 
go to that step and have that in their life as a priority, I tell them to do two things. I tell them to write a letter about themselves in that relationship to somebody that hasn't seen them in a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's like a future manifestation kind of thing. I like you. you're writing it like in a year and you're like, hey, oh my God, John, I haven't seen you in such a long time. Let me tell you, I got hitched to this guy and we met at this place and it was so fun and we both have these same, you know, activities and it's really cool because both, and then you talk about your partner, right? And this is basically your ideation of your partner. You're putting it all down on this letter and then obviously the letter we accompany it with a self-love bath and then we um you know sleep with um we sleep with um pink quartz and you know with other like a little herb concentration near you and then you know we're pheromones on the daily be open to receiving the things that the universe is bringing to you and also the things that you want that person to provide for you start giving them to yourself Yes, definitely. So like if you want somebody that's really um, detallista, so that they're really always like um, like detail oriented or that they're always like bringing you flowers, let's say that the, for you, that's a big thing. Right. So you don't wait until you have a partner to bring you flowers. You start buying those flowers. Yes. And you have them all the time and you're like, oh, I'll look at you know, what my lover brought because me. Because you're creating that path that open and like that you're creating that path for yourself. 100%. Right. And you're teaching the, the universe that this is an expectation. Yeah. And that the energy that they're going to align with with you is going to be somebody that's thinking of you when they see flowers and bringing them. Yes. And that also when, you know, that your space is occupied by these beautiful things. Yes. And so and they need to make sure that because the universe isn't going to be, you know, they it, it's energy, right? Right. And it's just going to put things to okay we need a system this chick always needs flowers we need to get a system in place to make yes. sure this chick always has flowers that's either going to be you know a subscription services to 1-800-Flowers or it's <laughs> going to be some a partner that's going to be bringing him flowers yeah so the universe is going to be okay just done done it's not it's you know yeah, it's clear procedures the path. Clear, clear the path so i think that's one of the first thing that i do i do recommend like a, a love bath so that they can submerge themselves. I recommend the letter highly. That is great. Um, it's like a manifestation tool sort of thing. And then just doing everything else that helps you to be able to receive. Yes. If the person already has a partner, I think that it's very necessary for partners to continuously feed each other love. Yes. And that means halagos, compliments. So at the beginning, if, the, if people aren't into that habit i make them tell their partners like compliments every single day and then you only need one of them to start doing it because the other one will start reciprocating or if not they're not the right partner (laughs) that's amazing that's a great one and then after and touch i think it's really important for partners to touch so like when you see these um couples that are like in sexless relationships right and it's because you know they've been overwhelmed by life they've been you know the kids the raising the double shift whatever and they just you know they don't have time for sex anymore right and it's like well everything else in your life is important enough for you to schedule it's not romantic because obviously you know Hollywood has fed us this idea that it has to happen like spontaneous combustion. I see you in writing and we need to tear each other's clothes off. And then when that stops happening after three or four months after you've gotten you, you know, your body chemistry has aligned to each other, then people are like, oh, you know, it fizzled out. It's like, no, you know, you have to work. You have to and just put it in. If at the beginning you need to, if you have a really busy schedule, just put it on your schedule and just schedule it. It's like if your best friend's giving a party, right? 
and she calls you up and she's like, hey, I'm going to do a party. I'm going to have a party. And she's your best friend and you are busy as heck. You have a bunch of stuff, but she's your best friend. She's been your best friend for hundreds of years. You're not going to tell her no. Right. You're going to tell her yes. And, and you're going to and you're going to go. And when you go, you're going to have fun. So it's the same thing with sex. Yeah. Just schedule it, show up, and you'll have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And then after you've had fun and you have fun a couple of times, your body remembers that it's fun with this other person and you're it, I call it synchronicity. Yeah. I don't know what else to call it. Yeah. And then your body's align and then you guys, you know, want to rub against each other when you're passing. You want to pat each other's butt and you want to wink at each other. It just starts to flow because you opened that energy channel that obviously opens up when people are having sexual relations. Yeah, that's that's great. Let's roll right into astrology. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, another funny thing about this whole Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is near the full moon in Leo. Yes. More witchery coincidence, right? Why? Because Leo actually rules orgasms. Okay? Really? Leo, yes. Everybody thinks Scorpio sex. But Scorpio sex is dark sex. It's like lust and, you know, obsession and all the, the like, ooh, you know, more okay the 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 stalker elements of sex and all that right <laughs> and the dark you know the bad boy whatever but leo um rules fun and what is the definition of fun in sex right <laughs> it is the release it is yes. that orgasm and so forth and it's also the flirtation it's also the chase it's also the whole attraction so leo has a very strong sexual energy as well and leos tend to be very good sexual partners just in the um mechanics of it excellent right? yes and so yeah just in case so again going back to it obviously the full moon is always at the same time it's not the same day it's about the same time but the full moon in leo is always in february and the full moon in leo is always in february san valentine's always in february so interesting. it's all aligned okay so we're going to talk about astrology from the 13th to the 19th um the full moon since i already got rolling on it is on the 16th so midweek mercury communication great time to tell your partner what you want and not focus it on the heavy aspects of it but rather the creative fun aspects of it because that goes with that energy of that leo energy right um it's a there's going to be a really optimistic vibe a lot of energy going on and it's a good opportunity to meet new people for networking for flirting for speed dating all those things cool. excellent opportunity there and venus is going to be conjunct mars which means really really good opportunity for good chicky ding and okay <laughs> Because Venus is relationships, Mars is um, energy and lust and everything, your, you know, your sex drive, all of that's in Mars. So you put them together, they're conjunct, they're flowing together. Fantastic day. Then, and that's all the 16th? That's all on the 16th. Oh my no, that's all just because of the full, well, yeah, the conjunct Mars and the full moon are the two aspects of that day. Oh, wow. So it's a really good day for that. Let me backtrack a little bit. What do we have on the 14th, which is at the actual love day? The actual love day, we have Mercury going into Aquarius and we have Pallas going into Aries. This will give us uh, a boost in our confidence. This will make us feel like we know what we want to do and we know how to communicate about it. Okay, so that's what we got on the 14th, which is not bad. The 15th, we have that Mars conjunction with Venus, so romance. And it's a really good time to balance your feminine and masculine energies, be it in yourself yourself or be it in your place or in your life or with your partnership just look at those um energies and see how you can honor both of them 
and how you can represent both of them in your life, in your daily life, in your relationship or in activities that you're doing. Then we have that full moon in Leo. And then that's the 16th. Then the 17th, we have Jupiter is sextiling Uranus. This only happens every four years. And this also supports positive change. That's awesome. It's a good week. Yeah. It's and it's a good week to focus on bringing in these elements. So if you want to bring, like, for example, if you are in a relationship that's kind of fizzled out a little bit and you want to say, hey, we want to get together and we want to have more fun together and we want to reconnect more and we want to, you could it's a great day to do a little, you know, love spell, like we've told you with the different elements and to get it on with your partner and to talk to them confidently about your expectations and how together you can procure or look for opportunities to have more fun together that's awesome not just in bed but also outside and then the 18th i don't have any notes so it must be pretty decent <laughs> and then the 19th pisces start and then we're going to start going into the higher frequency spiritual connections that pisces brings in because pisces is the 12th house and it connects everything that has to do with it's that dreamy vibe and like it's everything that has to do with karma the next life you know what your spiritual path is going to be us as one of everything that's all piscean very interesting yep. that'll be very cool so you're awesome Set. okay today i am going to be talking about demiana i only know the plant by this name i was not able to find another english name for it and kind of going along with that i can really only find this herb dried for use in uh, latin stores latin marketplaces so this plant was very well known by the Aztecs and the Mayans, and it does grow in both Central and South America. Demiana is so widely known as a mood enhancer that it is quite shocking that it doesn't really have much of a place here in the U.S. Um, this herb is going to be great in a tea or a tincture, but it really does host, um, I mean, it touts a tremendous amount of benefits. Demiana is known to help with headaches, muscle aches, PMS, depression, anxiety, nervousness, constipation, sleeplessness, but it's mostly used as an aphrodisiac, an orgasm enhancer, and it also, uh, it's known to decrease impotence. This herb is such a gift, and it is said that drinking a cup of Damiana tea for three days in the morning on an empty stomach, and that's its own road opener. It can aid in astral projection, lucid dreaming, and of course, any or all um, sex and love magic. So for this week in the holiday, I suggest um, getting yourself to a marketplace, picking up some Damiana and just see see, see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, again, my name is Dion. You can find me at unusualhealing.com where I'm a hypnotherapist. And we'll be back next week with some more Bruja Banter. Sure. And uh, my name is Sasha Delgado, and you can find me at Brujeria 101 um, for Spanish in Facebook and online as a webpage for other services and um, sexual wellness and retreat um, in Facebook is my private group. Excellent. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thanks so much. Bye.